Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Flow Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sully, joined by Lincoln Shrike. Good morning, Lincoln. Hey, good morning, Kevin. How are you? Doing well. Very excited to announce that we have an email address officially for this podcast. Oh, we do? Yes. Well, this is breaking news to me. I'm not familiar with this email address. I know you had mentioned this, and I think I've even read the email address, but what is the official email address? The official email address is flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Cool. Wow, that was available. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. as well. <laughs> so people can send in questions, comments, show topics. Listen, we're doing this thing five days a week. Mm-hmm. It's not like we couldn't use some help from the listeners on things mm-hmm. that they're interested to talk about throughout the course of this show. Yeah, people like to uh, email in. You've seen a big success with your own House of Run show with that. So I don't know if we'll, it, it'll take a long time to build that rabbit of an email fan base because, uh, yeah, people... I think they they surpass our creativity with with their emails. Oh, people of are people are just coming up with the best ideas on email. So I'm excited to to read some of those. Once again, flowtrackpodcast at gmail dot com. We are also on Spotify. You can find us there. We're on Stitcher. You can find us there. Okay. We are on hopefully Google Podcasts. That's a thing now too. Wow. And of course, Apple Podcasts. Or you can watch. Our faces on flowtrack.com. It's just a lot of ways to get your content. That is uh, that is exciting, I guess. And none of them uh, force you to go shake a hand or, or be breathed on by another person. So Do that's not good. touch your face throughout yeah. the course of this. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at that stuff and they're saying, here's tips to have your kid not touch their face. I can't keep my son from putting his hand in his butt. Yeah. Well, that might be the safest spot, to be honest. Uh, Last night, yesterday, I was driving, and my son was in the back seat, and uh, he was picking his nose, and I thought about, I mean, I was driving, so I didn't, but I thought, I saw it in the the rearview mirror, and I thought about taking a picture and said, you know, Knox is really scared about the coronavirus right now. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, no, I mean, I know it's a serious matter, but it is, it is impossible to keep a four-year-old from why. It's hard for me to, they had a press conference where the people were saying, don't touch your face, and then the people during the press conference were touching <laughs> their face. It's human nature. It's very, very difficult. Very human nature. All right, on today's show, we're going to be talking about the professional indoor scene specifically. We're tying a bow on that thing, but we're looking at Whose stock rose the most during the winter months? Mm-hmm. 
in indoor season. I got a couple of names here okay. that I'm going to throw to you. So you can go in any order. We can talk about buy, or sell, or hold, or you, we can we can put these in order. Sure. Let's start first with uh, – I got a list. Let me treat the list to you. Sure. Can you tell me of these people whose stock rose the most during indoors? I'm ready. Donovan, this is very American-centric. So those of you listening abroad, you know, that's why you email in. Say, hey, you forgot about – such well, we can, we can include Gemma Riki at some I, point. I'm okay. including Gemma Riki. She is mm. on my note sheet okay. right here. Okay. Shout out to Gemma Riki. But I'm saying holistically, it's very American heavy. Brazier, Schweizer, Houlihan, Purrier, Riki, Coco, Ajay Wilson, Ulamar Rojas, Mondo, Christian Coleman. Okay. Sorry, I'm just making sure that's still recording. Yeah, we want to make um, sure we're recording on it. We also don't have any sign of how long this podcast is because yeah. normally we have a... a a different audio setup, so this yeah. will be fun. We can this be here for be four to five hours. Um, recency bias tells me I want to I want to pick Chris Swizer, and obviously a month ago, going back just a month ago, I would have said Eleanor Purrier. Both of those women breaking American mm-hmm. records. I would say that they both had seen their stock improve, even though I guess you could say Purrier's was knocked down a bit by finishing what fourth in the the indoor three k at USA's a week after she broke the American mile, indoor mile record. Um, I. Riki's stock obviously considerably higher, and you could probably give her the biggest boost just from where she started being a relative unknown. But Swizer beating Houlihan was huge, and it, you know, if you do the transitive property, oh, Houlihan's a metal threat in her event. She got beat by Swizer. You have to be very optimistic. Obviously, the mm-hmm. five thousand incredibly difficult, but Swizer all of a sudden it's like the M word, not as not as big of a, a stretch as it was now after she beat. Shelby Houlihan showed the finishing speed, showed the confidence and the fitness. And uh, so her stock, I think, to me, has improved the most. The other people are so good. I mean, you talk about world champions like Brazier and Coleman. It's, it's, it's an accomplishment in, their, in its own right just to hold. And I think that's that's what they did, in my opinion. Well, Mondo, I think. Okay, Mondo. I totally, top I totally skipped. No, that's fine. You're showing your, your running bias and mm-hmm. your, your American mm-hmm. bias, although he trains the United States. But I go Mondo number one. Just the fact that he separated himself. That's, Not that's just from point. everybody else, but everybody in history at this point. Two world records will help that. Yeah, and now every single time, he's must-watch TV. Okay, so let's go through here. For Coco, buy, sell, or hold. Considering what her stock was going in, which I was I mean, to buy high. it, she almost came with it. She was four seconds within her outdoor PB indoors. Uh, you know, the BU track is called the BU Launchpad for a reason. It's incredibly fast, but she did that by herself. Uh I don't know what else to say. I mean, she's a metal threat. She stays a metal threat, so you buy it. Um, you certainly don't sell it. Maybe you say she's a little bit better. She's getting older and she's coming into her prime. You know, you could argue that she was pre-prime last year when she uh, got a bronze. A gold medal threat, for sure. In the And, and, and you just don't know what you're going to get out of Obiri. She's... Wait, gold medal uh, threat in the 5,000? I, I think so. Because you don't think Sivan Hassan's going to run? If if Hassan sticks with her ten and fifteen, maybe maybe not. But but I think that was a one year deal. Okay. Well, also Safan Hassan may have just had a career year. I mean, it's going to be tough had a career to talk. year, but she can. I drop mean, and, a and couple this, levels and still be Coco. I think. No, I understand, and I understand that. That totally makes sense. What I'm saying is maybe maybe that's the best of what she ever had. She's not with Alberto Salazar now anymore, obviously because he's banned from the sport, and you could see reasons for her to drop right. a level or two. So. It, Everyone's a gold medal threat at this point, right? Every everyone's like, I'm in the. If you have, especially have the standard and everything, yeah, and you fact check false. No, yeah, everybody's. Everyone's in the best shape. They got 2020 vision. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were in January. Now it's March. Yeah. Okay. How about Col- Coleman? But I would hold on just for the record. I would hold on Coco. Yes, she's really good, but I think after last year, 
and getting that bronze and actually being in the mix for, I mean, she was in the mix for the gold. Yeah. In that, in that last lap and then fell back to third. I think her stock was already high. Obviously, this is very hypothetical because we don't have a price pinned to her, but I think her odds basically stayed the same because she's still got to go another level up. And you think, if, especially if Hassan is I think, event. and again, I'm not, I don't know this for a fact. I haven't talked to anybody. I'm not, not reporting, reporting this. <laughs> yeah, got it. I I, but I think Hassan would do the 5 and the 10 this year. Okay. That's just based think. on the schedule? Has she based looked at the, the schedule yet? you got to look at the schedule. The schedule's yeah. only been out now for a year. Yeah, so it's not enough time to really look at it look, at least more than twice. If so. you're a professional track athlete, you shouldn't have it memorized yeah. like I did. Okay, Christian Coleman. Hold. Buy, sell, or hold. Hold. Wrong. Buy. Why? Just one event and he almost breaks the I mean, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got... Not a, the one thing he's really, really good at, or he's good at a lot of things. One thing you can hang your hat on for Christian is your start. Yeah, didn't have a good start. Still runs six thirty seven. Hadn't I, worked on speed yet. He said. Yeah, hadn't even done speed work yet. Which he, I don't understand. You should have worn your shirt. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why you didn't wear your shirt. I'm wearing it right now. I think. Yeah, really. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you see you're watching, I mean I can't see it because it's covered up with a hoodie because <laughs> it's apparently hoodie day. Yeah. Here in the flow track booth, but I, I would buy. Mm. I would buy. Yes, it's very high, but I think the chances of a sub nine seven have increased exponentially. Wow! But tell me why you're holding. Oh, I just thought he showed up for only one one meet. He ran three times, ran very well, you know, mm-hmm. and he ran what six thirty seven, and he now has the top four times ever. Some say the king of the. I, ju- I just didn't. I mean. That was uh, maybe exceeded expectations slightly. Yeah. Yeah, some would say King of the Sixty. Some would have called him King twice in one interview. Oops. Uh, was that you? Yeah. <laughs> well done. But <laughs> Good job. But I don't know. I, I, I mean, obviously, I want to buy his stock. He's, the 100, he's so much better than everyone else. But I, I didn't, to me, that's what I basically expected. Well, do you know what else he got this, uh, I want to say off season, but this indoor season? Uh, no, no. Usain Bolt endorsement. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's he's been given some interviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bolt he, has tags. And Bolt does, and any there. If you know anything about him, he also has a very good memory. So when he he's going to go back to what Noah Lyles said about him, and and be like, no, Noah Lyles, I didn't like the way he ran the final. He is not a sure that, thing. That's a bad take. Yeah, for, for well, he got there. got a little got a little vengeance. They got a little. Minor. He's, he's not a sure thing, but somehow Coleman is a sure <laughs> thing in the hundred. That's I think he has that backwards there. Yeah. Okay, Mondo. I mean, I think you still have to buy, right? Yes, you're buying. You're buying that. Even in this market, mm-hmm. you're buying Mondo. Yeah, because roofs are need needed to be elevated at this point <laughs> because of Mondo. Yulemar Rojas, world record in the indoor triple jump. Yeah, I don't know if I'm spending my cash on the triple jump necessarily. But not. Well, she's way better than everyone else, and she jumped 1543. She got the outdoor world record too. If there's an outdoor season, I think <laughs> I think she gets the outdoor world record. It's only seven centimeters away. Uh, she's way better than everyone else, which doesn't mean anything relative to the world record. But if you jump 1543 in February, I assume you can jump 1550 outdoors uh, in an Olympic year. So yeah, I think you buy her by, okay. by that stock. But hey, I'm gonna need it to be much less. Pricey than some, some of these other. Well, athletes. it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. You're assuming I don't have that... a lot of cash to go around. As I like to say, Kevin, I'm not exactly liquid right now. <laughs> We're not talking about you in real life. Yeah. We're talking about <laughs> hypothetical track GM Lincoln. Here. Yeah. How about Ajay Wilson? Oof. Hold. 
good season, broke the American record, but that's becoming routine at Milrose. I agree. Uh, just, it, uh, unfortunately for her, she's so good that winning is so routine, especially in the United States. Uh, I would be tempted more to buy her because of what she's been talking about, how 2019 ended, seeming to indicate that she got complacent. Ex- yeah, explain to the to the listeners who maybe sure. didn't watch your Albuquerque interview or my Albuquerque interview the day before where you literally asked the exact same questions. <laughs> it happens. Because you don't watch my content. Yeah, you sorry about that. You do not watch my content. I'm sorry. I can only, I only have so much energy and, you know, vegan YouTube videos fill up a lot of my time. So, <laughs> you- uh, <laughs> yes, basically in... Different words. Wilson suggested that last year, last outdoor season, maybe be she lost focus yeah, a little bit, yeah. um, and she didn't use the word complacent, but but she did say maybe I lost focus. And you, if you read the tea leaves, I think you can say that that you know she may have just being the favorite and winning everything before mm-hmm. that may have not considered the the the. Uh, um, Hakima Nikali. Halima Nikali. Well, nobody did. Nat- uh, no, nobody did. But Who, by the sh- way, still should have been disqualified, and I'm going to be talking about that yes. for the next five. And as long as I'm employed, I'm going to be talking about how Halima Nikali should have been <laughs> disqualified in the semifinal. You oh, can, absolutely. And maybe you could argue me. the final too. Um, yeah, she, she. You know, you can read the tea leaves and think that she is saying that she got a little complacent and uh, doesn't want to lose focus like that again yeah. going into 2020. So I, I think that is. Uh, excellent sign of transparency from her, and 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 you know this is the Ajay Wilson revenge tour year, mm-hmm. and she's been running well. Um, she's not trying to you know just make up for that all in one race. She's experienced our all in one season. She's experienced and and knows that it's going to come outdoors. But uh, I really have enjoyed that from her. Somebody who's typically pretty reserved. Yeah. Um, so for her, that's saying a lot for her to admit that and not that she's trying to hide things, but, but she is typically, uh, not extremely quotable. So for her coming out of that and saying that 2019 was maybe a loss of focus and complacency was significant. And, and I think it says a lot about what we can expect for her outdoors. Yeah. It goes to show that she thinks when she's at her best, she's the best in the world. And she is, which is accurate. Yeah. 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 But she could have said, Oh yeah, I just, had a bad race that one day mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. those women were better than me but she's saying essentially like I need to put this I need to take this the, be more focused take this more seriously right uh, this status as favorite it has to have been a weird situation where she goes from finishing behind Caster Semenya in virtually every race and sometimes behind her and Nian Saba in mm-hmm. every race to all of a sudden last year she's just blitzing through the Diamond League winning everything Oh, yeah. So, so may- maybe that was part of it, and now this year she's going to be more accustomed to that. She's going to have a whole season where she's in front. Sure, that'll add pressure, but it'll also be become more commonplace. And look, she knows how to she knows how to win these things. She can go from the gun and win. Yeah, right. That's her style. That's her race. But you're right. I, w- I would hold as well, yeah. even given that caveat, just because. She's so good, and especially in the U.S. Yeah, so. and you, you, to give her the benefit of the, of the doubt, I mean, we're all prone to losing focus. I can't remember where I am half the time, but uh, or make this podcast on time, but that's another issue entirely. Last year was such a strange year for her. I mean, you, you feel bad for, obviously, Nian Saba and Semenya first and foremost, but she goes from having those two women in front of her and mm-hmm. you know, wanting to chase them to all of a sudden, oh, no, you're the top 800-meter yeah, yeah. runner in the world, and, and that's just happened, and she's got to answer questions about that, and it's kind of she's the best 800-meter runner by default mm-hmm. or by virtue of a ruling, and so she has all that pressure lumped on him, 
on, on her. She's obviously a professional and, and, you know, needed to be able to adapt to that. And she did admirably. Uh, but last year was a hectic year for her. And, and at least she still meddled. And obviously losing to Nakai? What am I? Halima Nakali. I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't. She's like run 203 this end of season. I can't do it anymore. Um, and, and her <laughs> own teammate Raven Rogers was not expected and, and was a clear sign, uh, was a clear upset and, and should not have happened. But, Last year was a crazy year, and I think things normalize a bit in 2020, and she gets right back on top. And we saw that in, in indoors so far. That said, I still hold, but I think that's a good position for her to be mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Riki, we talked about before. That's a big buy, right? I mean, what, 157, 417 for out of uh, 202? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she didn't, like, know what the records were mm-hmm. before she broke them. Pretty crazy. And she hasn't thrown her spike to the British media yet for asking about her spikes incessantly yet either. British media, man, alive. Oh man, <laughs> I can't. I'm 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 out on the. I'm I'm selling, selling the British selling, media. No. Lincoln takes a big drink of the cup of coffee. Yep. Yeah, I think I want. She's one of those people though. When they when someone pops up like that indoors, you want to see them do it outdoors though too before you really really believe it. So. Of course. I want to see an early season diamond. But if she runs one fifty seven in the eight hundred outdoors. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Of she course. could but be I, the biggest threat to Ajay Wilson. Yeah, I mean, but I want to see it. Like, I want to see sure. it in the season Diamond League. Haven't started outdoor seasons yet. Kevin. Well, I know. I, I'm not saying she <laughs> needs... There's no sense of urgency. All I'm saying is... Oh, there's a Kenny Benderick workout up. Sorry, we're just looking at the monitor there. Oh, yeah, there we go. Filmed by some Me- of the greatest. Memories of mm-hmm. me and Lincoln in a Tumni. Oh, there's a shot of Lincoln. There he is. Yeah. Okay, none of Great. Okay. N- no, people listening or watching won't get the benefit of this, but the Kenny yes. B workout was, uh, was one of a kind. A good time. Yeah. Um... I think, again, it, it's sort of like those 60, although the 60 is different because it's at literally a different distance, but those 60-meter people, you want to see them actually do it outdoors. Speaking yeah. of 60-meter people, Marvin Bracey. Marvin Bracey. Buy? Oof, that's tough. He hasn't run in a couple years. It's a, it's a good price. Oh, yeah, I guess the, the price would be down significantly, but do we take it to the 100? Here's who I would want to buy right now. It's Ronnie Baker. That's who I would actually want to buy. A guy who was running the 60 very well to end the year. Now he still doesn't have the standard. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get that 10.05 at some yeah. point. But, uh, you know, it's trouble for him. Uh, last outdoor season didn't make the team coming off an injury. But, yeah, I don't think these guys are peers, obviously, to Christian Coleman. That's not a bold fact or bold statement at, at, at all. But, yeah. but uh there's some there's some dudes popping up in the sprints. <laughs> there's some dudes? Coming out of the woodwork that... that Maybe we didn't consider. I mean, Baker more so, obviously, than Bracey. But Bracey coming in. Is there a young guy? Runner up. What's up? Is there, like, a young guy, though? Like, who's going to be the Coleman of this Olympic cycle Mm. in the 100? Mm. Like, we've been talking about the NCAAs, and I heard you and Gordon yesterday at 1.5x speed Mm -hmm. kind of mocking me for being critical of the NCAA, saying every year there's going to be somebody. And I think that's one of the three or four big questions here. This was the year I was kind of agreeing with you, though. This is and maybe we'll be proven wrong in two weeks because we need a dude or a woman on the woman's side. I think like who's going to be that sprinter that like really steps right. it up. You figure it has to be somebody because by virtue of winning the NCAA, you've proven yourself sure. to be very very good, and you're going to have to run extremely fast to do it. I just don't know. I don't see it. But last year we didn't see person. Tiana Daniels and obviously Shakari Richardson. We didn't see those people yeah. and they emerged and specifically Daniels going from somebody who didn't win NCAAs in her senior year to, to somebody who made the world final. So Yeah, between those two, between the 1075 from Richardson and the world spot from Daniels. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what I'm saying. Some 
male sprinter is going to have to get in the mix on the college side of things. I just don't know who it's going to be. You know, I could see Makai Harris in the 200 being yeah. that guy, but because the 200 is weak. But no, even through this, through 95% of the indoor, indoor, indoor season, there hasn't been a, a sprint performance that's made me go, wow. So, yeah. And we all know that's the threshold. That's, the that's what you need to do to really. If I'm just bored in Albuquerque and just eating a Jimmy John's with my sunglasses on, you haven't impressed me. Have so you then, gotten Jimmy? Have you guys locked up Jimmy John's sponsorship yet? I know. We were we talking about a lot. I was watching a, a, a Netflix show uh, last night with my wife, and uh, it was set in Atlanta, and they were doing B roll before they got into the bit, and it was a guy on a bike carrying a Jimmy John's bag, and it just felt we so perfect. We saw that guy. Remember? Yeah. We were in the course like, preview. We saw that. It's just like, How many WeWorks did he go by? Yeah, I didn't see any, but it's just like, mm-hmm. this is too perfect. Jimmy John's, Jim and John are everywhere. So, anyways. I figured out the perfect order at Jimmy John's, and now I've, from the last time we were in Albuquerque, now I forgot. Because I was like, oh, can I do this and add that? And the guy's like, no, what you really want to do is do number whatever and add this. But now wow. I can't remember what it is. So yeah. Gordon has the, mem- the menu memorized. He'll be able to help us well, out. Well, he just needs chicken, and they pull out chipotle <laughs> sauce from the uh, 7-Eleven next door, and then he's got it down. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Eleanor, so you're, I- I'm buying on, on Bracey stock right now. Yeah, I'd buy. The price is good. Yeah, and you're buying on Baker. Yeah. Eleanor Purrier. Hold. Interesting. Yeah, because we kind of got ended up right where we started. I mean, where where do we where do you make your bread in track and field? Championship races. I don't know. I, obviously, you don't want to just. Did you say book. where do you make your bread? Seriously. Yeah, I did. I'm kind of in the. I'm kind of cool. And this is for my TikTok fans out there. Um. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> It's in championship races, and I don't know if she's done anything that's demonstrably demonstrably improved in the championship races. And so, you know, bread is at a premium right now. And uh, uh, the 416 was fantastic, obviously. Um, but in a 5,000, that's going to include Swizer. That's going to include now Vanessa Frazier. Uh, it's still going to be tough for her to make the team. Yeah. It's not a guarantee, even after that mile record. And that was a that was a career race. And I just want to see more out of her. And and Albuquerque, the U.S. Championships were a letdown for sure. And after getting fourth in that three k and then bouncing out of the fifteen hundred, it wasn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. If I'm a fantasy team, that's not somebody I want to draft right fantasy. now. <laughs> if so now. Now we're switching from buy sell and hold to fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to think. If you go back and look at how well she did in Doha, she was running really well. Sure. Probably got obscured a bit by how well Schweizer ran and how just, like, insane the whole meet was. Of course. On the U.S. side of things, mm-hmm. especially with Houlihan running 354 and Brazier breaking the American record. Yeah. We didn't really pay it. We didn't have almost space to pay attention to the people who were outside the medals or who were outside the records. So she already started from a pretty high spot. Now she exceeded that with the American record in that mile and how fast she ran. And she ran equivalent to well under four minutes for for 1,500. But, yeah, when it came time for that one race. So is she is – I think she's somewhere in between those two performances, which is right where I would expect her to be. I still expect her to make the team, but is there a world where she doesn't? Yes, absolutely. Well, okay, and then, yeah, the team, as you said, got way harder. Yes. Right? So that's that's tough. All right, next one. Um, now I'm looking on the monitor. I'm seeing an old workout from Penn State and Isaiah Harris. So. Oh, Brandon Kidder? Yeah. Isaiah Harris, what do you got? Yeah. Oh, Isaiah Harris. Uh, I think you have to buy on him. I think the price is similar to Bracey here. Uh, I like these markets on these uh, comeback athletes. I know Isaiah Harris was fourth at USA's last year, and he's made a team. 
but he was injured last year. Yeah. Now he's coming, and he's gotten second at USA's Bryce Hopple, who doesn't lose this time of year except for to Donovan Brazier. And then uh, I know it was at BU, but Isaiah Harris ran four flat in the mile. I did not expect. I think he's got to be the biggest shoe size guy to ever break. Maybe Andrew Whitting's challenging for that. Is there a list? He has size 13 feet, and he almost broke four minutes in the mile. He looks like a linebacker. Uh, I know it was at BU, but that was that was Still incredibly impressive. No, it's, of course it does. Uh, that was incredibly impressive to me. I, I was we were watching it in our in our Atlanta hotel room, and I said, "I, you know, is he going to run four ten? Right. And I was way off. He's a four flat guy. Uh, the 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 eight hundred is difficult, of course, in the United States. But I, I'm I'm definitely buying that stock right now. Okay. How about Shelby Houlihan? I mean, I, I I do have a budget here, so I should probably stop spending all my money. <laughs> uh, but you you have to buy still. Okay, she got kicked out kicked by Krista Swiser. But if you talk about an indoor season where she ran, started out with a what a four twenty four mile and a two hundred one double. Yeah. She sweeps USA's and then she runs an eight twenty six. 3,000, if you do that in a vacuum, look at that in a vacuum, I think you're like, that was a fantastic indoor season. It still was. It doesn't matter that she was outkicked by Swizer in a, in, a, in a time trial. That's not a race where she's going to, that's that's not a, time trial is not how track and field works. We know that. So mm-hmm. um, she's still the favorite in the 1,500 by leaps and bounds. And uh, yeah, you have to buy. And if Hassan doesn't run the 15 Ooh. Ooh. at Worlds... There's, it's there's a path to gold. Absolutely. Absolutely a path to gold. You know, is she on the level of Kip Yegon? Maybe not yet, but she's sniffing it. She's really close. Yeah. I mean, 354 uh, is, there's something, she, I know she was disappointed last year despite getting the American record because she won the American record in the win. Mm-hmm. But I think she took a step oh, forward because she closed it even on everybody else. Yes. And keep in mind, that was her first big time championship, 1500 meters. Right. I mean, she took off in 2018, and 2019, she took another step forward. You expect yeah. it again in 2020. So. Yeah, because before it, it was 5,000, mm-hmm. and she was not in the mix. Not a factor at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. so completely different. Schweizer, we already talked about bye, bye, bye. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I mean, I mean she, it, it, even in the shadow of Shelby Houlihan, looked fantastic at USA's, and then obviously the American record coming off of a season where she PR'd twice in a row in, in Doha in the 5,000. I think she's somebody that has a reasonable shot to break Shelby's American record in the mm-hmm. 5,000 outdoors. And when you get down to that range and you talk about her improved finishing speed, you have to put her in the in the potential metal threat in Tokyo. Now, is she going to... She's not a she's not on the level of Klosterhofen yet, but can she get there? I think so, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I, you know, no one's a guarantee in the in the five thousand except for if Hassan you know is in the five k. She's the only one, and maybe Obiri that you can say they're pretty much guaranteed to get medals. But uh, Swizer's in the mix, and Brazier. I mean, bye. bye. I don't you know unless I'm out of money by this point, which I'm always living out of money, so it's fine. But there was a limited range with which he could improve. And he managed to do it. He did it. He did a little bump. That 24-second last... I mean, when he broke the American record while trying a basically an experimental race plan at, at the Milrose Games. I want to see how you race 
when you're you know you're behind was was his was what uh, Julian said to him and he still broke the American record. Well, he didn't he show that last year the Diamond League final? Right. Yeah, I didn't now know we have, why we, we needed to prove evidence. that again. I don't know why we. I didn't, didn't believe that. what I saw in the Diamond League. So, All Diamond, right. can you do it again? Right. Let's say Nigel Amos goes out at 138 pace. I'm going to need to see how you come back on when it. he goes out. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's reset this. So. All these athletes combined, who would you say stock improved the most in the indoor season? Yeah, I know I forgot him at the beginning, but it was obviously Mondo Duplantis. I totally forgot him, and I apologize to the Swedish Fe- Swedish Federation, all pole vaulters, uh, Louis- the state of Louisiana, and mm-hmm. LSU. I apologize to everyone. Um, his stock clearly improved the most. He took an event where the pole vault is like... Uh, it's kind of whoever has it on the day to now he's the clear favorite, which is saying something very significant considering Sam Kendricks has won two world titles in a row. Uh, it, anything short of gold in Tokyo, if they have the meet, uh, is a huge disappointment right. for somebody who has run, jumped 6.18 meters and could have gone higher. Yeah, so and probably will go higher. And probably will go higher. So I mean, pretty classic. Those guys are going to... I wonder if we'll do the Texas Relays. He likes that runway. Hmm. That'd be a nice world record. Can world maybe record you can do like a race. flow track event. What's wrong with the Stanford invite, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Peyton Jordan pole vault. I'm go. there. I'm in. All right. What else do you want to talk about? I mean, let's see, Kevin. We're at 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. People are going to want this to run an hour. I mean, I know you've been down on the NCAA meet a little bit. But no, the distance fine. races, fine. we can talk about some distance races. Uh, I, I, maybe we can run through, not to toot my own horn here, but... We no, can talk about you my, content yeah, my five takeaways, and maybe we can riff on those a little bit. We can start with Danny Jones running the excuse me the uh, the the mile eight hundred double. They Colorado Twitter had a thing talking about all their qualifiers, and they pointed out the uh, the DMR team is blah 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 Rachel MacArthur or somebody else somebody else, and then TBD is the anchor. Do you think it's possible that Danny Jones runs the mile eight hundred and the DMR? Is no. that the reason? No, no, no. Okay. Okay. Well, that was a good conversation. I'm glad we had that talk. <laughs> I mean, do you think that she would triple? No, I don't, but... Five races and... I'm just thinking, like, what is the purpose hours? of her running the... Uh, 800? Yeah. I think you guys touched on it yesterday, which it wouldn't be a good idea for a column. I was actually going to text you and be like, hey, you should write an article about this, but you already, I guess, did your fill for NCAA content here, but... Yeah, I'm done. I mean, the 800 to 5K... Or, sorry, to the cross 800. 800 across range is insane. It's, yes. It's absolutely yes. insane. TBD is probably if something goes wrong in one of those races mm. or she's just feeling like everybody falls down and she can jog a 230 in the 800 and yeah. still qualify and it doesn't really count. I think that's why it's a TBD. Um, I think doing three races, it's not even three races in one day. It's five races in essentially 24 hours. Yeah, within an Olympic year when she has a pretty legitimate shot to make the Olympic team. I mean, not not... Yeah, not not over fifty percent, but yeah, she's got a decent shot. To make I think. The team. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see it. If she yeah. do it. I just don't. If I was betting money, if I had money left over from our uh, buy, sell, or hold exercise, I would say that she's not going to run. I just look at it a scenario that that's like an absolute things go insane type of a thing. It never happens. It's at altitude too, which is. But I but I look at it as okay. Let's say some world where she sweeps the mile. And the 800, which the 800 is incredibly difficult. She's given up more than, you know, well, three I, seconds. Yeah. And then somehow McKenna Morley wins the 5,000, and then they win the DMR. Wait, what? Are That's, you doing a Gordon thing now? Yeah, well, I am. Everybody I'm wins everything. Was, this is sad, but this is what I was thinking of when I was going to bed last night. You think Colorado can win the meet? No, but I mean, like, what? 
why else is she in these all all these weird events? I mean, is it really just a play for a legacy? Like, is no, it... I think what it is is mixing it up, keeping it fresh, working on weaknesses. And, okay, and that's that's the so whole using idea. this Hater. meet as a yeah as a stepping stone yeah. to outdoors and then Olympic trials. Now I haven't talked to her. I'll be interested to talk to her at the meet. Hopefully, she's at the press conference so we can get some more clarity about that. But we're, I think we're really forgetting how the Anders hard. Nia Aikens is really good. Nia Aikens made a U.S. final. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. She ran the second fastest time in collegiate history. Am I yeah. right with that? Yeah, two flat seventy one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carly Thomas from UW is really good. She yeah. was running in Doha for Australia. If Danny Jones pulls that off, forget all the other stuff. That's just a huge feat. That's a huge accomplishment. And sure. I get that the mile is. More manageable than than the eight hundred, and it's oh, just already won the mile. It's over. It's over. Uh, it's yeah. It's much, and she's done it before. It's not like an eight hundred. I mean, what did she? She ran a got it with a converted time, right? She what was her two, actual time? How fast? Two oh four something. And okay, then, and then it's converted to two oh three fifty eight. Okay, so. yeah, and that would be a monumental upset if she's yes. able to beat Nia Aikens, I think, and yes. Carly Thomas. Um, no, I think it's just uh, try new things. Mm-hmm. Let's let's sort of experience. I mean, you forget for someone like, I mean, there's some athletes where this is the end-all be-all. There's other athletes where they have this huge long-term plan. Yes, of course. And the indoor meet, yeah, you want to win it, but is it the entire focal point of your your season? No. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it is. Um, we saw two years ago, she barely ran. She got like in last minute on a qualifier and then made it to indoors and ran really well. Almost yeah. beat, almost beat Perrier in that, yeah, yeah. in that mile. Um, so, yes, that. So, here's what I'm excited about in the whole indoor meet. I'll tell you what I'm excited okay. about. I'm excited about Jones. I'm excited about this NAU thing. Gordon's talked me into it. <laughs> and because of how all the chips have fallen with all these other teams, it's become interesting. Yeah. Um, and hold on, let me do a side note on that. Mm. Because I said this to Gordon, it's like all the random things that had to happen for NAU to, to get in the mix is pretty extraordinary, right? Because FSU was really strong preseason. They yes. had some. They've had some guys redshirt. Uh, LSU. I mean, obviously, we knew Mondo was going to go pro, so that's not a crazy surprise. But they got a lot of transfers, right, from from other schools. Oregon is good, as you guys mentioned yesterday. But like Eric Edwards transferred to LSU, so it's like everybody kind of weakened themselves a bit. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of something else that's maybe going on in the news right now, where a lot of things oh, were fractured, right. and all of a sudden it consolidated, and it led to this diff- different result, this unpredictable. Result, and I think that that's what we're seeing. No, is that a stretch? Uh, no, 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 no I agree. Right? I mean, I, I'm not. I'm doing, doing too many daily, daily episodes. Yeah, I mean. I, mm-hmm. maybe, but I, I just think like NAU is poised to just kind of shoot right up the middle here. Yeah, because of how all these things have have broken for other teams. And I get the transfer stuff: lose a person, gain a person, this, that, and the other. But uh, yeah, it's just it's been remarkable. So I mentioned that. Interested in Danny Jones, interested in unnamed sprint star that we're going to talk about Hopefully. in two weeks. Maybe Terrence Laird from yeah. LSU, maybe Micaiah Harris, maybe Raymond Akewo. None of these guys are uh, seat fillers, if you if you use the movie reference, though, yet. So we'll yeah, see yeah, if but if, if somebody runs, you know, in the six, six, fours, six four nine in or 2020, in yeah. the 2020s, you know, 20.18 or something like that, we get really excited. Yeah. And I'm also excited for the women's 3000. Just in and of itself. I wish Danny Jones was in that race. Yes. I think that would be awesome to see. But you still get Monson, Fresh, Kaladi, Izzo, Orton, 
Yeah, what, it's going to be a good one. I mean, it could be. It could be even. It could be even better, but it's still, it's still pretty good. Yeah, there's plenty to get excited about. I'll go to point two on my thing on my on my yeah, list. Oh, that was just point one. That was just well, you you got you were talking about stuff you were excited about, which I sorry, can agree sorry, with. Yeah. The men's three thousand. I don't want to take anything away from the women's race, but the men's three thousand, the trio from NAU, Klecker, Kurgot, Cooper Tier, who I think we can admit has been showing a lot of good things recently. Uh, yard, yard and a goose, mm-hmm. and I mean I think that's basically the contingent. But one thing I pointed out was last year in the NCAA, five guys broke seven fifty. Yeah. This year, five guys have broken seven forty seven. So it's just been dramatic. Didn't you have what? What was the sixteenth time? Like you had to run seven fifty one flat was yeah. the sixteenth time. And you almost had to run seven. So like I said, five eight. five guys broke seven fifty this year. Twelve guys broke seven fifty. Uh, just. Yeah. Really improved. Obviously, everyone is cheating with their shoes, but you know that's no. I'm just kidding. Uh, Be ewing it up. Yeah. So you got Nagus in there. You got Klecker. You got Kurgat. You're down on Kurgat for some reason, which just defies. I am down you're, on. You're him totally more. overthinking that. By the way, I just I don't. You got beat by Klecker at, at Milrose, okay. which you know you can't. As we go back to last year, you can't lose at Milrose and then win an NCAA title. We showed that. Oh wait, no, just kidding. McDonald comma Morgan uh, once yeah. more. No, it's you, you're just. There's such a small sample size that you're overreacting. He ran his one 5K in December. It's true. Off of cross-country fitness. He's going to be raring and ready to go. He's mm. going to be fine. Don't pick against him in the 5K. 3K, I get it. If you want to you go with Nagus, that's fine. But come on. No, I want to go with Klecker in both. I think Klecker's going to sweep. I'm, I'm just, I, I got... I, you got to be bold this time of year. I don't know why this time of year, but you just you feel like you want to. He's a top returner in both. He's also got like a certain attitude, certain swagger that I like. I think he's Minnesota tough. I mean, I know that didn't work for another uh, K from Minnesota. And then looking at you, Amy Klobuchar, but uh, <laughs> but I, I I think Klecker is going to pull off the sweep. I think he is that good. I think sweeps are going to be really hard at altitude. And I know I picked. Got for the double early on. Altitude, he embraces 5,000 feet. That's where he lives. Yeah, I know. That's sea level to him. It's still difficult, though. It's still difficult to, to pull off the upset. So, the 3,000, I'll take I'll take Nagoose there right really? now. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'll maybe I'll have to look on Strava to see him last. I just don't know gets. if he's going to have that motivation because he's coming off that DMR. Zone. Yeah. Now, I you could immediately refute that by saying, well, he won the 1,500 last, last time, but... He he wins yeah. when it comes down to a kick in the last few meters. Is this race going to come down? Okay, to that? well, so here's here's the thing that I was thinking yesterday when I was listening to you guys at one point five x. We all talk about how uh, great of a coach Mike Smith is, right? Done a great sure. job with NAU. Yeah, did a great job in his short time with Rupp. Consistently, Just, he's one and zero. Yeah, he's yeah. Okay. Yeah. I always love trying to figure out what race plans are going to unfold before races. And oftentimes, we make a way bigger – like, we make them way more complicated than they are. And yes. it turns out you ask, ask the athlete after, and they're like, no, I don't have a plan. I just kind of, like, yeah. roll with it. Which yeah. sometimes they're telling the truth. Sometimes they're not. But whatever. Yeah. Okay. Is there any reason why in that men's 5,000 where they have how many entries? 16. Oh, uh, in NAU, five. Okay, I was going to say, if any had 16 entries, yeah, they'd be jogging. Well. Yeah, <laughs> walk. Get this Sorry, five. Is there any reason why they should not have one of their lower qualified runners go hard Looking at you, Ryan Raff. from the gun and make this honest? No, there's no reason they shouldn't do okay. that because it seems like that would be their best play, right? That seems obvious to me. So I just want to make sure I'm not being crazy and overthinking this. They should go from the gun because the best way they have to beat Klecker 
and to beat Kurgat and to get a whole bunch of points, right? Tyler Day is better in a fast race. That's that's undisputed. Fact, right? Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. You. Okay. No. Grijalva, is he better in a fast race? Yes, I would say so. Abdi Hamid Nur, is he better in a fast race? I would say that, yes. Yes, okay. And then you have Farrow and Raf there. Maybe they can pick up some points. They can work together and maybe. I mean, those guys aren't going to score, so just send them out, man. Well, or just rot- rotate at the front. 13-20 pace, let's go. No, ro- rotate them at the front. I'm not saying you just need to have one person be a completely sacrificial lamb, but maybe you can. You have that luxury. That's the whole point of getting five people in is you can do things like this. But you also could rotate at the front with Day, with Grijalva, mm, with Farrow, with Nur. Like, this just seems obvious to me. Now, I am not as smart as Mike Smith. I do not know his well, athletes. In as running well terms. Maybe you are in other terms. I don't know, man. Yeah. When he dropped that Jay-Z reference on me, I'm like, he's clearly more in tune with pop culture than I that's am. That's true. He'd be a good content creator. Um, that's a good point. And I think, you you know, you would have any anything to say to your athletes, like if it was Pharaoh or if it was Raph saying, if you do this, you're contributing to our team title. Maybe your race is compromised. Maybe you yeah. finish 16th or DNF. But this would absolutely contribute. You're, you're, to me, that that is correct. Now, will they do that? It's so much uh, easier said than done. But you have five of 16. You have a lot. It's not like two dudes. It's not like a yes. Gilbert Keegan, Vincent Kiprop, Alabama situation. You got a lot of dudes in there. I mean, mm-hmm. BYU had 25% of the 10,000 field, and they didn't really do anything with it. I mean, they obviously did great with it, but they didn't yeah. do anything strategy-wise with it. But I just think with NAU... But there's no disputing that this is so much stronger than that 10,000, obviously. So you need to kind of game plan it out, right? And you have a chance at the team title. Right. If you get things to fall. And if it's like it doesn't work and you finish 7th, 8th, and ninth, who cares? Like, like, I think this is the way you get on the podium. And this is the way you potentially win. And this is the way you maybe get a 1, 2, 3. And what you're doing, also what you're doing, you're going to have to go against Kurgat and Klecker the next day. Yeah. You're making them have crap in their legs for the next day that's a great yeah i think that's hey uh ryan uh i gotta need to need to have a conversation <laughs> with you about your race plan uh you need to go out hard how do you feel about 65 yeah <laughs> <laughs> no again and i don't like i don't think they it's an altitude so they don't need to go compl- like they don't need to be insane with it but they need to go no. honest and make it a five thousand. because if race. not it, it plays i mean plays into the hands of of Clever. What did they early, run earlier this year? You're the inside. 13 16. 13 16. So, I mean, I don't know what the altitude conversion is that. That was in Boston. This is in Albuquerque. But whatever that is. 13 30, probably. Maybe or whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah, and I think it's probably probably north of that. But do that. Yeah. Do that. I don't see any reason why you shouldn't run that way. It's I agree. The best, it's the best for day to win individual titles. It's the best for Grijalva, Nur. Everybody benefits from it. And your team has now a shot. Hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. You need multiple scores, right? Yeah. If you're going to win. You need I multiple I mean, if you want to have the 3,000 matter, the second to last race, you know, yeah. you, you need to try to make it happen. On I mean, they have to have, a, obviously, a huge first day. They clearly have to get Beamish and, and probably Quacks through. And then, and then yeah, they need more than... How they're projected to get 14 points right now in the uh, in the 5,000. I think that would be a very good day because that's projecting Nur to score, which I think is iffy. Um, but if I told you they win out at 13, whatever... If I told you first mile split is going to be at thirteen thirty five pace, would you say their odds of scoring are much points? much because yes. you're going to see a you're not going to see a pack that's going to be strung out, right? And that's you're going to see some guys that maybe had a shot to score already well off, you know, yes. and you've thinned it out, and you say who's who's here to actually 
you know, compete, who can hang. And you're testing Kurgat at altitude. We haven't seen him race, you know, a championship level competition at altitude. We don't know what he can do. And, and you, you know, you're, you're, you're making it difficult. And I think, yeah, like you said, that's a good, I didn't even thought of that, though, but that's the best way for them, I think. Yeah. I mean, it should have been in your column. That's why you got to run that by me. I guess, hey, Lincoln. Because yeah. look, if you just, if it's a jog fest, right? If it's a jog fest mm-hmm. and everybody's in it with 600 to go, there's 16 people in it with, with 600 to go. There's a lot of kickers in that field yeah. that, that can close faster than an AU. If you string it out and you make it so of the six group final group of six, mm-hmm. there's three people in it from NAU. Or of the group of eight, there's three people in it from NAU. Even if you don't win, you're at least cobbling together some points. Yes. You have you run the risk of, you know, not even getting anybody in the top three or four if it just comes down to a kick and maybe only having two scores. Yeah, that's you're right. No, that's absolutely what they should do. Again, easier said than done, but I if they're truly going for this, which I think they are. Well, even if you're trying to just get title day an individual title. Yeah. Or Luis Grijalva, an individual title. Yeah. That's what you got to do. 3K, how many do they have? They got Beamish. Three. Day and Grijalva. Same thing. I mean, I guess you could well, maybe want Count a bottle for Beamish. Beamish's kick, yeah. yeah. Guy can I, kick. Yeah. You never know. I mean, everybody, that's anybody's going to be doubling. It's, so Everybody's exhausted. Yeah. So that I'm not as 100% on. But Although Oliver Hoare I don't think is in that race, which he is very excited about. He's not in the... The 3K? Could be wrong, but... Okay. I don't think so. Mile and DMR? Yeah, I think so. Maybe, okay. maybe just mile. We'll see. Mile's going to be, I mean, the goose, beamish, whore, and I'm sure there's going to be a surprise in there as no, well. No, mile. Oh, not the goose, sorry. Yeah, not the Beamish, whore, who's our third guy there? Well, Villarreal and then, oh, Hunter. Charlie Hunter. Hunter. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see just. Oh, you guys were talking about this double, triple, quadruple thing and just how it's kind of like a bummer that a team qualifies a DMR and they pull out all their good runners? Yeah. Mountain West Conference Championship, I think their intermediate is three days because they put their DMR on the first yes. night. Now, someone who doesn't necessarily want to travel an extra day, selfishly, to an <laughs> indoor meet, I mean, if you stretch this thing to three days, I think you'd see oh, everybody yeah. throwing their best people in the DMR. But it's good that it's a two-day meet. Yeah, it's... You is can't, it? Yeah. Is it? Just do a nighttime DMR. Like, that's one. there's one event. One event. I like that. I do. They get a lot of extra attention on that event because I feel like now the 5,000... Just a field. Or, or prelim, like you could do some prelims and then you spread out over three days. Look, I'm not advocating for the endless <laughs> track meet. The endless track meet, which we've all attended, but mm-hmm. it when you're going to put all this stuff in two days, you're going to have a uh, a weakening of the fields. That's just going to be natural. I mean, they could do the field events remote. You know, safety concerns, travel concerns with the coronavirus. You could just, just do send it. in your split. Just, or just send in your, your mark. mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just film it. There's no sketchiness involved what, with that. What were your other things on your article that I read? Yes, number three was the USC women have dropped precipitously from where they were at the beginning of the year. Now, at the beginning of the year, it was all projections. We thought Angie and Alice was going to compete. We obviously assumed Chanel Brissett was going to be competing for the win again in the 60-meter hurdles. And Ellis hasn't competed indoors. And Brissett did not qualify, so that drops them a bit. And also, Texas A&M has risen with their field event athletes. Yeah. But that was basically, we started the year in January, and they were projected to win. This is just people coming up with numbers, and by people, I mean Gordon Mack. <laughs> they were projected to win by 30 yeah. points. And I think anyone that pays attention would have said, oh, they're huge favorites. Now they're projected to win by four points. Mm. Still projected to win, but when you take out Ellis, who didn't compete, and maybe that was the plan all along, but we don't know. And Brissett didn't qualify They've dropped considerably. Now, 
They still have defending 60-meter champion Terry. They still have the 400 champ in Roberts, I mm-hmm. believe. And Constantine, and they and, got three and, in there, and, I think. Yes, and then, and then uh, they have somebody in the 800, and then in the 60 hurdles, they still have two, including 400-meter hurdles. Uh, champion Anna Cockrell, so in the four by four, of yeah. course. So they still have a good group, yeah. but, but that was one of my takeaways, and we obviously would have known that ahead of the entries. But it's just their team looks qu- quite less formidable than it, than it would have at the beginning of the year with how many bodies they had. Yeah, because if Brissett's in there, then you got three women in the hurdles, right? But I think the bi- the bigger absence is, is Anellis, just because you could have mm-hmm. penciled her in for the two hundred meter title, probably ten points. I mean, yeah. she's never she's never won that race before. Mm-hmm. She's won two outdoor titles, but she was going to be the huge favorite. So you could anytime you could just put 10 on the board. That's nice. That's a good uh, that's a good position to be in. Brissette, they can still make up those points because between McGlasson and Cockrell, Cockrell yeah. they can go. I mean, Tania Marshall's been really good this year. Yeah. There's some tough hurdles. But they can at least get two to the final, and then you got to hope that your 400-meter runners come through big. you mm-hmm. got to hope the TT runs well, which she usually does in big races. And then 4x4, four four, they should be solid. They have so many women mm-hmm. there that can... Yeah, that can crank out a good. So split. they're still the favorite, but they're just not. Yeah, well, the women's thing is not a foregone conclusion. Yeah, yeah, and it was going to be interesting to see if they could pull off the we win every single sprint and hurdle. Does not event. look like that. But outdoors, outdoors, they could still do that. Yeah, right? they have a shot here because Lene Tava Thomas is in the two hundred, but not you know not the favorite by yeah. any stretch. So no, it, I mean it's an accomplishment to get that many people yeah. in the sprint events, but. Outdoors, I think they'd be. I mean, they're going to be really strong with yeah. Anellis going for the three peat, Cockrell going for the repeat in the four hurdles. Brissett is going to be solid. She was second last year. Yeah. And then you just need uh, Terry and then the four meter runs. Because, I mean, they got Roberts, Constantine, Lear. Lear. And they'll have some other freshmen. Sure, too. sure, 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 sure. They always just seem to have somebody. Um, yeah. So it, the women's side has gotten a lot more interesting. My, my fourth point we've kind of already touched on it's just the unique battle on the men's side between the two favorites LSU which has 200, 200 meter stars and then uh, high jumpers and long jumpers as yeah. their primary point getters and then we have a cross country team in NAU battling now other teams that's, I'm sure that's will a factor novel in. concept and that what happened last year basically not an all not like a seven seven guys it is a little bit but it didn't I mean it ended up still being too? it still ended up being Florida and I, I think this is a, a unique year in that even LSU, they're not incredibly balanced. They just have a few guys that are yeah. going to carry them. And then NAU has literally 5,000, 3,000 miles. That's it. <clears throat> no, it's not entirely novel. And you go back to... It's just more more acute this year, right? Yeah, I, I guess you could say. And maybe we just forget the lessons of every year. And I, I just, you know... But well, last I'll just year, remember Georgia, Georgia versus Oregon that year on the yeah. women's side. Field versus track. That's, yeah. That's what it was. And, um, and then... It was a bummer. No, I'm not a bummer, but it's just like that was a reminder that it's like team championship. Yeah, sure. Um, Love the individual events, but not sure. getting too. Now, with any of you doing this weird thing, it kind of makes it interesting because it does it, to me. Yeah, as more of a guy who leans towards distance, that's my background. Some well, people may be surprised, but yeah. Well, there's just it hasn't really been done in this manner before. I mean, Oregon obviously was awesome, but they had some points coming from the field. Um, sure, I mean, it, 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 the, the, there's no superstar on the par of Edward Cheserek here, and they had a yeah. ton of milers too, so it's a little different. Um, but. I guess that's the closest comp. Yeah. It's Oregon in 15 and 16, maybe 14, 15, 16. So you're going to ask Mike Smith at the press conference. First of all, you're going to open the question, Scoops Callahan style. Scoops. Champ, champ. Champ, champ. Champ, champ. He's what, got a lot of champs going for him. What do you what, what, what do you have plans to curtail the LSU leapers and the yes, long jump and the exactly. dashers running around I the oval? I think he would be catch that right in stride and know exactly where to go with that question. Um, 
Yeah, there's no defense, right? Unless you're putting glass in the sand pit, or uh, you're cheering, you're cheering for Micaiah Harris to mm-hmm. win in the 200, and you're cheering for upsets in the long jump. Yeah. Uh, okay, my final point is we got one more. No, we yeah. still got time. We have ten minutes. Ten to minutes. This. Well, we can discuss point. this. The five thousand is an women's event. women's five thousand. You in on was, that one? Yeah, I think the Kaladi versus Izzo rematch from the BU Sharon Collier Classic from December. Kaladi versus. Izzo rematch? Izzo. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's the meets in in, his, in Kaladi's backyard. Yeah, Kaladi's hey, favorite. She's the favorite, but, I mean. I'm editing that workout Wednesday right now. She looked pretty good when we when we filmed her uh, last month. You almost month. ran over. Did almost bike. run. Did almost take out this yeah. event. That could have been problematic. That would have been bad. Um, listen, the 3K is better, though. It is better, but I just, I had to have a fifth point, and I was running out of time. And I but why didn't you want to talk about the 3,000? Well, I did, but I, my point being that this event l- looked like it could have had Danny Jones and Whitney Orton, and now it's just between... Well, can you imagine if it had Danny Jones, Whitney Orton, Werner, and Monson? No, it'd be a lot better, but that's what I'm saying. The, the point being that it's now a, a crowded event that that looked like it was going to be competitive between a lot of women is now down to just two. Here's the problem with the women's 5,000 in the NCAA level. The best women's 5,000 in the NCAA is run in December. <laughs> Right after cross country, That's and true. it's hard to live up to that. Because yeah, yeah. We love the fast times; they're exciting, but we also get matchups there because all the top women come, mm-hmm. and it's super cool. And then you get to see if someone gets payback uh, for cross country, yes. which which Werner did and Izzo did. Yeah, yeah, although they won the team title, so. Not exactly needing. Yeah, uh, the they didn't need a ton too. of payback. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that's that's always the problem. I, I mean, guess my question is: Does does yeah. Kaladi win on the home turf in in, yes. in, in Albuquerque? Yes, Kaladi wins that one. Three K. I haven't seen a ton from Monson this year. Oh, she did beat Kaladi at Melrose. Yes. So that's enough for me that she's going to win the three thousand miles. Going to go to Jones, BYU and Stanford are going to be close in that DMR. Uh, Hedge towards BYU probably. Orton's, you know, run so well this year that yeah. I think they have the advantage. They're scratching their 800-meter runners, so that way they're full of run. All in. Yeah, all in, as they can say. Although, I don't, if you're Orton and BYU, you probably want to get the baton behind, right? Yeah, you never want to be ahead with them going into the anchor. Well, I think if you had, if Colorado runs Danny Jones, I think it's the same thing as the NAU men. The instructions are go, go, go from the yeah, gun. Yeah, you, yeah. Want, you, want, you want to put Danny Jones in the Josh Kerr from 2018 position of having to chase. Yeah. But Dan Jones probably isn't going to run that. So probably don't go with the Josh Kerr example from 2018. But, you know, that's not here. No, run. I mean, you're Virginia Tech okay. against Josh Kerr. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need to put pressure on them to where they have to come from behind. We've, got, we've come into this, this scenario where everybody thinks the magic way to win the DMR is by getting the baton in second and sitting there and then having a really good mile there and kicking. Yeah. Virginia Tech was like, men, a couple years ago, were like, no. Yeah. We're going to make this a real DMR. Yeah. We're going to make every single leg count. Now, it helped that they had a really balanced and strong team, but they ran the legs off everybody. Yeah. And if Colorado did run or does run Danny Jones at the anchor, the other legs need to take advantage of that on the other team and make it a full race. Yeah, BYU and Stanford need to take advantage of the fact that they have a better 1,200 runner and they have a better 800 meter yes. runner and put distance on them. Yeah. But if she's not in the race and you have the best miler, I would guess that uh, BYU would probably rather mm, get just, the stick slightly behind. Sure. Yeah. And then sure. sit on be probably Ella Donahue, I'm guessing, who's mm-hmm. a good mile of their own right. Uh, and then 800 all of Nia Aikens. So those are my distance picks for the women. I know we're like a week early on this. Mm. But. Uh, not, I don't think too much is going to change. They're not going to race in between. I know, but you know, I like to dig into the numbers. And dig really right. Men, I'm not ready. I'll do men next week. I said Nagoose, not 3,000. That's who where I'm leaning right now. Who the going to win the men's aid? I mean, that's... Oh, I think 
think Devin Dixon's going to do it. Oof. I think he's going to pull I'm it off. I'm not ready to buy He's doing that. a reverse. So be- he, tri- he tried before the run 145 and then get beat, which, in respect, I mean, losing to I know he drifted back, but losing to Hopple, not a bad loss. No, he got That's a guy whose stock went like that. Yeah, he went straight north. Yes. So I think this is we have the reverse this year. I think he's going to be ready to roll. He's good at altitude. I think Isaiah Jewett's going to do it for the guys that need indoor sunglasses. <laughs> Strong, strong yeah. group out there. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your all indoor sunglasses? Did Martin Rooney ever wear sunglasses indoors? He wore sunglasses. Terrence Trammell, did he wear indoor sunglasses? Yeah, he wore sunglasses yeah. a lot. I mean, I don't. Otto ran some indoor races, I'm sure. He, he always liked wearing sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'd be big. Caleb and Deku indoor beanie. That was a. <laughs> That's next level. Yeah. That's next level. <laughs> a little Wait, chilly in here. <laughs> indoor jacket. <laughs> indoor full time. I want to get the story. We need, to, we need to talk to him at, uh, in Albuquerque about it. Yeah. So you're confident in that 800 pick. Mile, I'm leaning. Man, that's going to be a tough race. <laughs> If if Carlos Villarreal could somehow position himself well, he just needs to. Hey, Carlos, think back to Lima, Peru. All right, I'm ready to go. I'm yeah, ready to, I'm pa- ready. Pan Am champ. Pan Am champ. Pan Am champ. I'm, but I'm I'm not going to change on Kurgot winning the the five thousand. Men's DMR. Oh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Again, I just want to go back and say this again: how much I enjoy what Notre Dame does in the DMR. Are they bringing the, the, the caravan? I hope they do. You said yesterday that is Al- you said Albuquerque was closer. I thought about it. Drive. And then I just messed it up. Yeah. You know? I just <laughs> messed. Geography let's, let's is not my this. best. I'm typing this in on the phone. Well, I thought I, I said that and then I was like, uh, probably not. Actually. South Bend, Indiana to Birmingham. So last year they brought a bus. For those of you who what don't know what we're talking what about. What is that, like 1,200 miles? Uh, I wouldn't even know. But they brought a bus. It was awesome. Uh, they had fans chanting the whole time. And Lincoln said yesterday on the pod that it's 619 miles. Okay, so half of what? Nine hours. Nine hours. And Lincoln said yesterday there would definitely be fans this year because (laughs) Albuquerque is closer to South Bend (laughs) than Birmingham was. So it's like, what did I say, 619? Okay, Albuquerque to South Bend. Man, that's a long blue line. 1,398 miles. 19 hours away. So more than double. More than double. (laughs) Why did you look at that? Yeah, it wasn't my finest moment. That was tough. <laughs> I it would be impressive. I hope they show up. Uh, we talked to them last year. Good group of kids. But no, I I like that they've got a plan, got a system. They do it, and they're defending the belt. Like they got the same group, right? Yes. Let's run it back. Yeah. I mean, crucially, Nagus. Nagus just wins DMRs yeah, and wins, yeah. wins races that come down to the last 100 meters. But if you want the belt, you got to go through them. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. They didn't switch it up. And then it's like, well, we would have won if we hadn't. No, they're putting it out there. Yeah, no. And two years ago, they almost won. Yes. With Vautech on that race that I mentioned, which was which was a cool DMR. <sighs> Let's run it back. And, and uh, yeah, the Oregon's, even with the collegiate record, that's, that's a tough beat. Nagus yeah. is, you know. Topped out last April's kick rankings on my side, and he's stay. Sta- I haven't touched him since because he's still the best kicker. He's on the still, NCAA. man. Lincoln's kick rankings were famous. Just a great, great contribution to running journalism. The uh, the zeitgeist, if you will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder. So can Wisconsin get in the mix there? I don't know. They lose. I mean, I know it was close between Hoare and Goose at Notre Dame, but. I, I, I don't know. I don't think he's got Nagoose wheels right now. Mm. He's good, but I think Nagoose owns his soul right now, and I think you don't get that back. <laughs> soul the, owning? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I think this stuff could switch, especially in the mid-distances. I mean, who saw Beamish coming last year? 
nobody, but now you're going to see him. Yeah, now you're going to see him coming, and so it's it's certainly a possibility. I I I think I think in the mile. uh, I think Core wins the mile, and Nagus wins the DMR for what's what's the best strategy for Oregon to win the DMR? I mean, it's to try to run fast, right? I think. That's all you got. Of course, it's try to run fast. You mean oh uh, oh from the gun? Yeah. Okay. Not no not. Yes. No, try to make it legitimate. And try I think they... The well, because they have they have better guys, I think, one through three than... Right, because uh, they're going to go West and Hunter and Tier, right? Yes. And I'm so, assuming they have the best 400-meter runner in the field. Yeah, their guy was, was good when they ran 924 in January. So, um, yeah, it's certainly going to be better, I assume, than Notre Dame. So, that's marginal. It's still going to be close. It's not like they're going to run away, but I. Yeah. But, but they're still, if you want to try and run the sting out of, because I will say Hoare's anchor at Alex Wilson was faster than Nagus by a couple seconds. So but Apparently he owns his soul, according to you. He still owns his soul. Okay. I mean, it doesn't mean like... On the drive from South Bend to Albuquerque. Some of it, he that up. short drive. 19 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to that in the car, and I was trying to pull over and call yeah. you. What, what is this nonsense? So you think... Notre Dame would prefer it just to become a mile race. Of course. Same thing with Wisconsin and Oregon. Oregon needs to go honest, yes. Well, who's Oregon's coach? Ben Thomas. Mm, where did he used to coach? Virginia Tech. What did they do in 2018? Won the DMR title. I'm just plotting out all the strategies. There's here. a lot Lincoln. of storylines that you can... Then He knows how to coach a DMR. You famously said it. Is that not true? They does know how to do it, but they are, are they they're wearing anti Nagoose like wanted Nagoose shirts right now in Eugene because they are just focusing their attention on him. You don't think he knows how to coach a DMR? I think he does. Yeah. I didn't know that that was a phenomenon before. I didn't either, yeah. but he's damn good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's got it figured out. He's got the collegiate record, and he got the the win two years ago. Wow! Would he be the first guy to win two separate DMR titles at different schools? <laughs> Tom Lewis, yeah. if you're watching, uh, yeah, Coach Association, out. yeah, that's a good one. I don't know. There's probably a really obvious answer. Mm, probably, but I have no idea, so we'll find out. Yeah, it's just like when Gordon asks you, when's the last time Stanford hasn't made this? He pulled that event? again. What did he ask? Oh, when's the last time Florida didn't run the 4x4? Four four? I was like, <laughs> I don't know, man. You should always just say 97. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when's the last time Florida didn't Back in the year of... Speedy Carlton's injury. Did you know? Did you look it up after? No, I didn't because um, I'm just out on stats like that that yeah. no one on planet Earth knows. But I like that wins two different yeah. DMRs at two different <laughs> schools. Uh, Milt? I know, did Sanford win? No, Sanford didn't win one, right? Uh, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay. The men did. Did Was Milt there yet? Yeah, I think he I think he was there. George, Georgetown? I don't know. No. I'm just making stuff up. Yeah, I don't think North Carolina's I'm got just, a shot this year. I'm, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> I know, previous. I'm trying to think of people who have been around for a while. It's tough. Again, if you know the answer, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Ready for it. That's it for this week's show. Uh, it's going to be me and Gordon in here tomorrow to close out the week. And then mm-hmm. next week we'll get you going with more incidental indoor stuff and probably some news as well, too, because there doesn't seem to be a dull time in track and field. Always something to chat something about. Something needs to come out, whether it's post-trial stuff, you know, those shoes getting sent off to Monaco with somebody's heel stack too high. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, there'll be stuff starts to roll out. A little bit of a lull here, especially after indoors ends. It's yeah. like, got a bit till we get rolling. But, yeah. But uh, hopefully the news is not coronavirus related, so that's all I'm hoping. Way to end it on a <laughs> positive note. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.